When it comes to your business, not all bars are created equal. So switch your business to Verizon and experience the most reliable 5G network in America. Get the reliability and support your business deserves. So you're always ready for business on the network America relies on. Learn more at verizon.com slash business slash plans. Most reliable 5G based on most first place rankings and root metrics first half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. Hey Bill, how's business? It's actually been challenging trying to find the right place for our expansion. I'll let you in on a not-so-hidden secret, Ohio. Why Ohio? <laughs> actually, Intel. You know, the global tech company is Ohio's newest business. With so many tech companies investing in Ohio, it's become the Silicon Heartland. Hmm, I guess I need to check out Ohio. Ohio has it all. You can find out more at successinohio.com. Successinohio.com. Yep, successinohio.com. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Oh, my God. Jimmy's down. Jimmy's down. Jimmy turned it over. Oh, my goodness. I don't even have. I'm down bad. I am worried about what people are going to say and do in this chat on this show, on let's, this night. Let's remind everybody, keep it clean, guys. All right. <laughs> we all we're all friends here. We're all we're all a little bit on edge. It's been a tough we're, 24 hours. Yes, a tough this and I, actually and I, might be the 24 hour anniversary of, of another tough loss in Boston sports. Oh my God. Um so let's um Oh yeah, they're filing in. What? They're filing in. Let's start. Let's start at the end, uh, and we'll start with Bobby Manning. Um, which uh, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give a little preamble, then I'm gonna shut up, and then I'm gonna. No, you're not. Th- for a little bit. Okay, do it. How can? How are we taking these guys seriously? With this, how you can't? You can't. It's the same stuff. Bobby, I want you to read my write-up. Walk it up. Turn it over. Same stuff. It's the same stuff. They can't close. I, I, yeah. I, Four-point lead, they get a steal, and they peel it out with two minutes to go. I, I said right there, this is game five all over again, and they just crashed and burned from there. Exact same thing as game five. Maybe over a shorter span, three minutes, smaller lead, four. Still, slowed it down, took bad shots, didn't run offense after that great play that got smart at the end. One for every possession, Bobby, was them stopping, getting it to somebody 50 feet from the basket who would start making their way towards the basket at the 10 second mark, inevitably get doubled. The person they pass it to, that possession that resulted in the maxi layup was the worst moment of the entire season by miles. <laughs> it's sad that Brogdon was a part of it. By miles. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good point, Jimmy. Who, all of the talk about Joe last series. Oh, why isn't this guy playing, that guy playing? Why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? doesn't matter who's out there. Tatum's going to have the ball. If Smart's going to have the ball in these spots and make bad decisions. Skipping ahead to the last play, I don't know what that was. Smart bad decisions, Tatum bad decisions, Tatum hunting fouls almost the entire fourth quarter instead of trying to score. I mean, just horrible, horrible, horrible execution 
and Harrible. the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and everybody adding to it except Horford, really. Horford I mean, had Horford, that nice book Horf- back. Fine, but I mean, he was he was cooked all night. He didn't do a friggin' thing. They had no answer for yeah, Harden. Yeah, we're talking tonight. about crunch time. So no, hand up. I think I think I asked the question last show. I was like, "Is Harden washed?" Or I think I just said Harden's Harden might be washed. And I don't want to say I don't want to say I jinxed the, the entire thing, but I might have jinxed the entire thing because he looked he looked like vintage Harden tonight. They were just getting him shots, even the shots they weren't getting him. He was just taking them and he was the guy tonight he was the killer again he was the butler right and and that's kind of what we're looking for on this celtics team right that's kind of been the story and what we're constantly going back to is when the when the lights get bright you know when this when the clock winds down who's gonna be that guy and it was a lot of turnovers in the first half tonight but a couple big ones late you know, that inbounds to Smart, who I don't know if, I mean, if, if him and Tatum are on the same page, t- he makes a decent, you know, But they're not on scoop. the same page. They're n- but they're not. So it's like, what no, are we doing so here? It's right out of a timeout. Yeah. It ends in a turnover. You know, we talked I about mean, the Brogdon play. Like, where where is the communication? They look more disconnected than the Boston Bruins did last night. I and mean, that's it's, pretty disconnected. And this looks so much, much like one of those Hawks losses. It was just like the Hawks game. The, Guys, the it's Celtics, more than just the Hawks. It's, the it's Celtics like 10 look, other games, too. I know, but it was it was like a lot of the Hawks games. Celtics looked like they were, uh, you know, they should have had a bigger lead than they did. They didn't ever push it, you know, even when they were shooting really well because they were taking too many defensive trips off. So the game remained at 6, 8, 9, 10 most of the game. Defense they blew Less. They, they blew the lead. The blue. They blew the lead and turned into a tight game the rest of the way. And then predictably, once again, with a four-point lead, uh, they can't frigging do anything. They got a hard. They have four-point lead in the ball, and they end up with a horrible possession. You know, there. Uh, you know, Tatum ends up missing a layup. Uh, goes the other. Stays down on the court for like forty seconds, like he did about forty-five times tonight. Uh, Maxi goes the other way. That controversial and one call that ended up. Um, you know, staying. Yeah, what the hell happened there? Horford makes a layup. They're up three with a minute 14 to go. Uh, and then again, you know, friggin' just piss, piss the whole thing away. They, they, they get the ball back. They walk it up. You know, then, then the Brogdon possession, Maxi ends up making that too. Same exact thing over and over again. They just did it the whole time down. Uh, and just, just gave it away. And even everything before that, I mean, they were doing what they did from like basically the two thirty mark. They just started slowing it up. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything good to take from this game. You got pummeled by the pick and roll late. Philly got thirty eight threes off. Yeah, I mean they hit a ton of shots early, and I'm interested to hear what Joe has to say because they score almost every time inside through the first two quarters, and yeah. it did kind of remind me of that Brooklyn game where they're hitting a ton of twos. But Philly's getting all of those threes up and starts beating them in the math game. And that just kind of extended as the game went on. Great game plan from Doc. No, Doc gets a lot of crap. I thought he was on top of things in terms of what they need to do. Harden and Maxi getting all those shots up, especially over the drop that the Celtics played. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of complaints about the drop again. And then 
Switch doesn't work late either. With, with it's just not working there. at all when they're giving up soft switches and they're and they're allowing bigs on an island. How many times do you see Trey Young cook Al Horford or Rob late in the game? We saw it last game. So what happens in the biggest moment of the game? You know, you give up a switch and there's Horford stuck on an island with nobody around him and he's got to defend Harden and boom, he hits it. I mean, it's just yeah. a disaster. They, Only they, other I mean, thing I got, three yeah. shots for Brown in the final three quarters. Yeah. Not a great game from him outside of his offense either, but he started so hot. So you wonder how they lost that early um, after that seemed to be the key to their big lead was just finding Brown and transition again and again and playing with that great pace. Uh, I'm concerned, obviously. I had a sweep. Philly found ways around Boston's game plan and... It looks like they don't even need Embiid to compete here. Well, they the play, margins, so. did, did you read what I wrote, Bobby? No. What did you, you say? read what I wrote? <laughs> I submitted mine to you, so I hope you read mine. No, what did you guys say? Spill it. Uh, well, what do you mean? Did mine get posted? Yeah, it's on there. Oh, so you have to have read it. I'll read it right now. A healthy Embiid makes this go seven games. You'd think an injured Embiid would make it an easy sweep. In fact, I'm pretty sure my good friend Bobby Manning has predicted that. But I still have trust issues with this Celtics team and their tendency to disappear at times, especially when the opposing team's star is out of the picture. Wow, who could have predicted this? In the end, the Celtics are too talented to allow an Embiid at 50% Sixers team advance, but I still see the Seas giving away a couple games. And then I went on and on, but there, there's my prediction. Celtics, it was Celtics and six, so... Am I stunned they lost this game? No. Am I still disappointed? Absolutely, because I still expected them to come out with a win in game one. When Embiid's completely out of the game, I thought he would be playing, but at like 50%, yeah. not as effective, but still be a problem. And with him not even in the game, there is zero excuse to lose this game. Zero. It's actually quite pathetic. So I will, I will now read mine. Celtics in seven. And I wrote, I can't decide if getting pushed to six by the Atlanta Hawks was good for the Celtics to get battle-tested early in the playoffs or a reminder that at any given time they can revert back into the worst version of themselves. Despite what Boston said about the quality of their first-round opponent after the series, reality is they should have handled the Hawks much more easily than they did. Now they face a Sixers team they've played well again in the, in the past without Embiid. Cakewalk, right? Well, there's the rub. The Celtics have a penchant for playing down to their opponent. I see them dropping one of the first two games at the Garden and have Embiid return for Game 3 in Philly, and then it's on for real. So there you friggin' go. Series series on. And again, it's it's because they cannot be taken seriously because they do this all the time. And how can you have faith in this team? How can you have faith in this team? You absolutely can't. What's it's just a white knuckle ride. Doesn't even matter what the frigging what the lead is at this point. You're just praying they don't vomit all over themselves late in the game. It's unbelievable. If, if, if you have, faith. I don't want to be doing this, Jimmy. I don't. I don't. I. I just endured the Bruins stuff. I went to two of those last three games. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Maybe you should stop going to the Garden. Have you thought about that? Losers. Um, I'm one of them. Yeah, no. I mean, if you have faith in this team, you're not paying attention. You're not you're paying not, attention, and you never have been. And 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 you're not like uh, you're not the right kind of fan. If you're like, oh, like bleed greens and see, you know, Missoula ball and Celtics we trust. No, you're just not paying attention. You're actually an enabler because yeah. yes, the Celtics have a serious problem. You also and, probably loved the Patriots draft, and uh, you know. And that's fine. If that's just right. who you are, that's who you're going to be. You okay? love the Patriots draft. Object- Belichick's never done a, thinking never is out the window. anything right. wrong. Ever. 
Right. You, you I, went I, into I got the draft. A couple of those friends that I won't. You went won't into the draft them. wanting receivers, tight ends, and tackles, but now you're trying to convince me why interior guards and special teams was the way to go. And punter and kicker. And, you're one and, of those yeah. guys, so that's fine. But yes, go ahead, Jimmy. Uh, my, I ended my prediction. I said, "Give me Celtics in six <laughs> games, and if I'm wrong and they do it sooner, I'll be feeling much better about their chances on Banner 18." Well, guess what? I don't think I'm going to be wrong, and I'm not going to be feeling any better about their chances, even if they advance in this series. If it's going to be another struggle against a Sixers team that fully healthy, they did some pretty good. They had some pretty good performances against this year in the regular season. We know that the regular season doesn't mean anything once the playoffs come around. We've seen we're seeing a ton of upsets across the league in multiple sports, not just basketball. But you know, it's pretty apparent that some of these guys just kicking into another gear in the playoffs, and some guys can't. And so, if you're the Celtics. You need to be able to kick it into that other second gear because a guy like James Harden just did. You know, we saw players on the Hawks, you know, give you guys trouble. Trey Young did it on occasion. Um, we saw Collins do it in the last couple of games, make things interesting. So again, I'm I'm not, you know, not to talk, not to beat a dead horse with the Hawks, but it's just more of the same troubling pattern, right? It's just more reason to have cause for concern. It's more reasons to doubt this team, questioning. You know, again, their depth. You know, again, there's there's no eighth guy tonight either, right? There was no Grant. There was no, you know, they were they were they were begging for Hauser to be in the game. Harden was licking his chops, so <laughs> they I couldn't mean, wait. Four no. four minutes of Grant, five minutes of Hauser, and that's all. That's he it. Had. You don't have an that's eighth guy. All, that's all he had. The stuff. You're, you're going to go anywhere in this in this playoffs. It's going to be with seven guys. And Rob, no, no, he didn't. Have, he didn't have faith in Rob in the fourth quarter either. He just, uh, he just let Al. Not sit just out the there. fourth quarter. It's, it's. This is, this is. Missoula has made it very clear that he has little faith in Rob Williams right now, yep. and it has Fair. to do with Rob's consistency, yep. and his ability to play. Uh, you know, from start to finish, not just in a game, but from one game to another. So. Another guy that you can't really depend on right now, which is very I, it's unfortunate. Fine. That I wouldn't have a problem if Horford wasn't wasn't bad, and he was bad. Um, he hit a couple of shots, but he was he, he struggled all night defensively. He can't protect the he, he, you know he he's not there to protect the rim. He's not there to help out on stuff. I mean, he's just a step slow. Didn't really help him there. I think uh, you're asking him to do too much too. I mean, like you, I think you have Horford with the idea that you'd have by this point you'd have 20, 25 minutes of effective Rob Williams. That's the whole point. That was the whole point of this season. Yeah, and, and and let's just put it simply. You know, the Celtics, for all we want to do and talk about uh, their guards, sure, Malcolm had a great game and the, one of the worst turnovers I've ever seen in my life. <sighs> but that's fine. He played. Uh, White and Smart were awful. Awful all night. White was invisible. Smart was good at the end. White couldn't but compete. That- White couldn't compete. He, he couldn't compete with these guys. He was. He, he right. just couldn't. Something he, was up with White. White I was Smart not had a couple big competitive. Plays. Yeah, Smart had the predictable big plays after doing a bunch like of bad shit. Shots but then he yeah. finished then he finished with more bad shit. So I'm sorry, seven assists, six turnovers isn't gonna get it done for you. Oh, six six turnovers is very, very ugly for sure. You know, I mean uh, Jalen, Jalen wasn't there tonight. Um Jalen was I- almost inactive. He played 42 minutes. He had like two shots from the first quarter on uh after getting it going, and he was scoring officially eight of ten points, just went away from him. They didn't even give him the friggin' ball. Uh, it just stopped. They just stopped giving Jalen the ball. Ten shots? Ten? It makes no sense, and this is one of the things I talked about. How the hell does he finish with ten friggin' field goal attempts? Right. This is one of the things I talk about, talked about last game, and I got criticized by a couple people in the YouTube comments, like post, you know, on the site the next day, on the comment section, saying, 
you know, Jalen is, you know, how are you going to say that Jalen isn't a closer, blah, blah, blah. I was like, there's tons of evidence of Jalen Brown starting off games hot and then fading and fizzling and be, and going out of the picture. At some point, you have to make yourself a priority. Make it, make it, a, make it, make the ball come your way. Take the shot. Do the thing that you're out there to do. Don't, don't just sit there and wait for it, you know, because sometimes you need to go get it. And, you know, tonight it was Harden, it was Maxi, it was Meldon, you know. Um, You're just making up names now. It's that many people, that many people worked them. No, those those guys are the ones who stepped I up. Know, and I know, made, I know, Yeah, I but who's the, who's the big guy? Reed. Even yeah. Reed, 10 and 13. Paul Reed coming, in, coming up in a big spot tonight. Um, so this is why I never thought, I never thought sweep, you know, Bobby, I think sometimes he gets too caught up in the in like the the paper, <laughs> like what's what's it look like on paper? But yeah, Bo- Bobby gotta, called game when they went up nine in the first half. You gotta you gotta trust what you've watched all year, and again, there's no light switch. It doesn't work that way. If you build habits like this throughout the regular season, that's a part of the regular season that matters. Is the habits that you build. If you have though that mentality of of you know taking trying to take nights off or or not playing hard enough on defensive end, or playing careless and just sleepwalking through points of the game because, you know, there's not an Embiid on the other side that's working you like he did last game when he went off for 50 or whatever the hell it was. This is another wake-up call. I mean, there's no excuses now. They got punched in the mouth. They lost on the road. The All this home court advantage. Oh, the Celtics have home court advantage now throughout the playoffs. Now that the Bucks are out, no, they don't anymore. They actually don't have home court advantage anymore. They just gave it up. Now the now the Sixers have it. So it's frustrating, man. It's very frustrating. They got away from they got away from their three point shooting randomly tonight against a team that shoots threes. So, like you said, John. Or Bobby said, well, it the becomes Celtics a numbers three, game. The, the Sixers shoot threes well, but they're not a high-volume team. It is actually strange to be outshot uh, in attempts with this team, 38-26. to 26. And again, Missoula's going to go in there, and he's just going to grab a chalkboard, and he's just going to say, you know, circle the number 40, and yep. be like, this is how many threes I want us to shoot. And that's what's so funny, because they just, you know, whatever. But you shoot, you shoot 59% from the floor. You shoot 39% from three, and you make 17 of 18 free throws, and you lose this game. I mean, just baffling. Because you know why, John? You you won the rebounding edge plus 10. Read that last Celtic stat on the screen. Which one? I can't read. 16 turnovers. The 16 turnovers to six and the three-point attempts. Yep. Honestly, this was a game where Joe can sit there and be like, I told you so. Like we gotta shoot more. Twenty threes. points off turnovers for the Sixers yeah. tonight. Off sixteen turnovers. And like you said, the one that sums it all up is the is the Brogdon. It was either gonna turn it over with a shot clock violation, or he just he just took it one step further and just gave him the two the two quick points while while they were at it. I mean, that was baffling. They gave this game away. They gave this game away. They had the lead late. Was it four? They were up more than one possession late. <clears throat> and they gave it away. So. They did, Jimmy. Tough. What do I'm we got slow, here? I'm slow playing things. Here's one. Thank you, Mr. Gigi. Celtics scored almost 50 points in the paint. First half, got to the line twice. What we watched today was a game of ref ball. Okay. Oh, here we go. Blaming the refs on this one. 
Can't yeah, agree the, with the, you there. Guys, the, the, the Sixers didn't have a free throw until the fourth quarter. I mean, come on. They were, yeah, there was, they weren't about. calling it on. They weren't calling it on either side. I'm fine on a game where the whistles are being. Do swallowed. I have to start rooting for the Red Sox? No, that that you don't have to do. I, I think hey, the Sox yeah, just yeah, had yeah. a walk off win tonight. Did they? They might. Did have. it make a sound? Did it? No, I might be the only person who knows. And there I just go. found out. Attitude reflects leadership. Attitude, leadership, Coach. Captain. captain, captain. Strong Captain. side, left side. Um, Jimmy, you talk. I'm really pissed off right now. Um, somebody called me an idiot. Oh, that's idiotic, Jimmy. Yeah. What do we talk about? I mean, I think I think it's definitely normal to be frustrated after this. I mean, it's just what did they say about what did Doc say about Embiid? I missed pregame. Is is he close to returning? Did he? Did they're he not. Give they're any not. Hints? They're not doing anything. No hints on that. Okay. So they have game two on Wednesday. Um, yeah, this is just a tough one. I mean, we talked about it. 58% I, I, from the field and you I'm lose curious, that game. I'm curious on this day, I'm curious what people's problem with Joe is. I, I'm so baffled. What did Joe do tonight? He, he actually, re- you know, I may, uh, other than maybe going to rob over Horford late, potentially, he read the room right. White was having a bad game. He went with Brogdon to close. That's something he doesn't always do. Um, he, he shortened his bench. What did Joe do tonight? I, I, well, I, what was his play off the timeout? They had Marcus Smart. He turned you know, it over right away. Through the air. I know. Yeah. So that that frustrates people because it didn't look like they had. They weren't. Didn't look like they were on the same sure. Page. But I mean, come I on. I mean, it, this. I'm. You're put. People are putting this loss on Joe. I'm, I'm not so, putting a loss on. I'm no. so lost on that. And I know I look and and I understand philosophically people are saying, well, he's all offense, no defense. Look, pick your poison. You know, it, it's people like this offense. People like the idea that they were more of an offensive team. But uh, it was bad. Yeah, it's not. It's again, we've talked about this all, all year. It's not that it's Missoula's fault, but I think there's been instances where he's not maybe helping the situation. So, you know, it comes down to execution late, John. If your team is cool, calm, and collected, that tells you that they're all on the same page, they're connected, they're, you know, um, they've practiced and they've prepared for situations like this, they know who the ball is going to, they know where to be in their sets. They come out of a timeout, Marcus Martin's up with the ball and just kind of drives, you know, leaves his feet, and at that point, you're kind of stuck. He's well defended. And again, I thought the dump off to Tatum was relatively clean, but Tatum just wasn't ready for it, which tells me that whatever the hell they all just talked about in the in the huddle didn't look anything like what we just saw out there. So that's an example of how I wonder if they're on the same page as the coaching staff. I just get frustrated with that stuff. But I'm not blaming Joe tonight. I'm blaming I, – I give the Stars credit, and I blame the Stars at the end of the day. So we talk about – you know, Tatum with the, you know, being a part of that turnover late. And he actually fouled, um, was it Reed, out of bounds there. Talk about Brown disappearing. And I know he hit a three late in that game. Um, but prior to that, like Bobby mentioned, three shots in the in the last three quarters. I mean, how does that happen? On a night where Derek White's not really shooting the ball either, who's taking the shots? I mean, I know Tatum had like 25, there it is, 25 field goal attempts tonight. 
But you need to have guys who want the ball in that situation, who want to take control, who want to take it to the rim. And typically, Jalen Brown is that guy. So I'm not going to act like this is, you know, the norm. Typically, and I've said this for a while now, he's kind of been in the alpha role where he has sort of taken the reins and he has stepped up in big moments and, and done that stuff. Once Tatum started walking the ball at the three-minute mark, it I was screamed it. it. It was about 236, 240. The first time up, I was like, that's it. Uh, same thing. Same exact thing that happened, um, in, again, in that Hawk series. When they start playing slow, right, John? And they stop doing what got them, you know, getting the lead that they were before. Uh, man. It's amazing. Same habits. So, John, that's a situation where you can kind of criticize Joe a little bit for, too. He should be screaming at his guys in that situation. Maybe. You say you had a friend? Uh, I'll tell you after, but, you know, this was basically it. (laughs) Three-minute mark. This is around the time. uh, Look at that. The slowdown. Four points last three minutes because they slowed it down and did nothing. Um, No offense. Same exact thing every single time. And then finally it ends up in Tatum's hands with – you know, 10 seconds left on the clock and everybody knows it. Every defense knows it. Yeah. And then they, they know they waited this long. So what do you do? You friggin' blitz him with a double, push him way out. You know, he's got one of two passing options at that point, And you extend your defense out to those guys. When they get the ball, you're on them too. They can't do anything there. They're toast. It's the easiest thing in the world to defend. You you let the def- – and they're doing it off of misses. Unbelievable. And, like, they're just letting the defense settle, and then they're like, here I am. Come double me. Blow up the play. This guy. This is the, Joe, the drop is fine, but Eme played drop, too. I mean, this is a thing that they've been doing. But you, you know? can't really – when a guy is that hot like Harden was, and Maxie's, I don't think yeah, you got to make the, that it, adjustment. It's not the drop on Harden. It's the soft switches on Harden where you're just giving up the switch so easily. That's what kills you. Right. You give up the switch, you get him stuck on those on that guy. And, and that's I mean, get, everyone in the world could see the switch developing. They give it up. Away. I mean, I, and I'm going to say this is the one thing I'm going to go at Jalen Hart over. It wasn't him in this game as much, but he still does it. Man, did he just become a pick magnet. He just he doesn't even he doesn't fight through them at all even when he tries to. Yeah, there was one big one late where he got switched on him and uh, you know got picked off really easy and Harden got an easy one uh, down there too. Uh, you know, didn't matter who they were they were you know they were seeking out that switch they were getting it. Celtics were giving it up willingly and they were getting burned time and time and time again. Maxi's the one that killed you with the drop because yep. he's um. Uh, you know, he has a good little floater game and, you know, he's kind of getting in the lane there uh, and that was killing them too. So it was just, it was all sorts of brutal. We got to, we got to pay some bills. So I'll tell you guys quickly. Celtics postgame show is brought to you by FanDuel. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. 
So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go. FanDuel.com slash Boston. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So, yeah, that's where we're at. And that's you know what? The Celtics, at. I think we're minus 560 to to beat the Sixers in this series. So yeah. think about that. Yep. No sweat. Think about that. Think about that for a second. Minus 560. And you have to bet 560 bucks to win 100 bucks if the Celtics beat the Sixers in the series. And I'll tell you what, that number might change after tonight. Mm, 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 mm. Here we go. Here's a comment. Thank you to Jason J. We lost Will Hardy, Ime Odoka, and Damon Stoudemire in less than a year, and our coach is a rookie coach in the playoffs. Yeah, no doubt. True. No doubt. Uh, guys, I and I, again, I'm seeing he overcoaches, he undercoaches, he does a lot of things. I don't I think just, he overcoaches at all. Uh, Joe, Joe Mazzula is not winning you any games. He's not. He's not. So that's not going to happen. He's not losing you games. Like right now, the, the players are losing you games. The triple switch. You can't triple and switch a double switch, it, though. No, you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that, can't Lloyd. Do that. No. Um, but you know what stinks? Celtics could and should have won this game if they just executed like semi-normal, like used half Down a brain. Down the stretch. Use half a brain. And you would have burned the one hardened game that you're going to get like this in the series because you're not going to get another. Um, he did it. This was the Harden game. The rest of the series is going to be like five of 18 with four turnovers. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not ready to say that. He has a different role with Embiid out. He's going to take a ton more shots. He's going to – I mean, is he going to drop 45? No, this is a playoff career high for him. So it's not like – you know, I wouldn't say this is the norm. But certainly – I didn't realize Harden still had this type of stuff in him, but he does. So him, Maxi. Um, Harris was even Harris was effective tonight. Um, he had that that play over Al late in that shot clock right before the buzzer went off too. So all you know these guys were getting it from from top to bottom. I'd have to look and see exactly um, Sixers. Um, I mean, look at they got ten from Reed, twenty six from Maxi, forty five from Harden, eighteen from Harris, and seventeen from Melton. P.J. Tucker had uh, zero points and one punch to the balls of Jason Tatum that he got away with. Um, but, you know, he was a plus out there, too. So, um, you know, I thought they just had a lot. Of, I thought they had all Philly needed all hands on deck tonight and obviously Harden carried them. But I thought the help they got from their second tier players was definitely um, something that I think a lot of Celtics fans didn't didn't think that the Sixers were going to have. And I, I'll put my hand up. I, I, I said they're basically nothing without Embiid. Um, it's just the Celtics don't know how to put teams away. So that's why you can't just count out the opposing team. It doesn't matter who the team is. Pick any team and take out their best player or or make him 50%, and you still can't count them out because it feels like the Celtics lack that killer instinct that they need to just make a team feel helpless. They they don't they don't make teams feel like they're out of it. They make teams feel like they're in it instead. It's a complete opposite situation. You know, the Sixers now have a one nothing series lead. They probably, if they did have any doubt about this series, it's out the window. They've got the confidence moving forward. And we don't know how close Embiid is to being back. 
he could come back next game, theoretically. Or I would say most likely he doesn't come back in game two and he comes back in game three with, you know, that those three days extra in between those two games. So you get Embiid back in a 1-1 series split, best case if you're the Celtics. Like, that's a much more, you know, we're, we're talking about the series a lot more differently than we were before it started. We are. We are. Um, we are. Uh, just to let you guys know, we've got, and, and let me check here. Um, it might be sending me some uh, post-game reaction from the Celtics here. Uh, Joe Missoula has talked. Um, Say anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, nothing interesting um, as of yet. Um, and again, I, you know, I don't know what you're going to say in this game. They just play, you know, didn't play great defense. Let them, uh, yeah. <sighs> we don't have someone with the alpha mentality fact. Recent example, Hammy Butler. We're the second one of these two. We hate losing and we hate losing with a sad face. Oh, we hate losing angry or we hate losing with a sad face. Yeah, I think I get what you're saying, Dirk. No, I get it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure they hate losing. It's just a lot of people end up just being um, passengers, um, you know, like that. And that's fair. Joe not getting this team out of bad habits. But yeah, agree completely. It's yeah. been a whole it's been a whole season of this. That was a you know, and that's that's a good point because last season the Celtics those bad habits that they had, they kicked before the playoffs. And that's what got them to the NBA finals. And then they met a Warriors team that, you know, we already know what happened there. The, the boogeyman. Uh, but there's definitely a lot of people here that are mad about the Al Rob thing. You know, I, I think it's careful what you wish for. Once again, like you're not gonna find many more Rob supporters than I. Um, but he just can't always be counted on. Um, you don't think Missoula he's, he's wants not to as, count on Rob? He's, he not as, he's not as defensively responsible. Um, and I think when things get tight and, and things, amp he's not up, as smart. Yeah. It's just, and so it's the, you love Rob's energy to come in there and just disrupt and cause stuff and cause chaos. But when you need something to happen, you just can't count on Rob to make it happen. You're hoping that he just just weird supernatural Rob shit. That's the balance. And honestly, it may be it may be better to have that, but it's a wild card. And a lot of coaches just don't do that. They kind of play the safer approach. So you just don't want to do that. And it's why Horford closes almost every game with the rare time when they'll double big it when they want a little bit more defense and or rim protection and rebounding late in the game but you're just never going to get that i mean even when rob started al closed you know last year you know a lot of times so it just is what it, it's always going to be that way i think every coach is going to feel this way about rob i don't believe it's a joe problem i wish rob wasn't that i wish rob was more reliable i wish rob was a guy you could just plug in there and play he He's should not- be by now He's not playing 20 minutes because he's they're limiting his minutes. He's playing 20 minutes because that's all Joe wants to play him. And we've seen at least a couple games in this series where he his minutes went down under the 20-minute mark, and it was deserved. I mean, in in the in the previous series, it was absolutely deserved. Mm-hmm. He didn't he didn't earn it. He didn't earn being out there. So again, that's what it's I, all about. And he yeah. and, and Mizzou has pretty much come out and said it. That, you know. 
he loves what he sees from Rob when Rob shows it, but he doesn't always show it, and that's the whole thing is to try to get him to. Yeah, and they and, and they want it, and they and they've been trying to get it, but you know, I'm spinning my wheels to find particular blame here outside of just basically the same, you know, ass that we've seen over time and again with this team. Jimmy the Brogdon ball washer won't own his failure. LOL. Uh, first of all, Brogdon was a hey. plus 14 tonight. Sherrod, so we brought you in. You he actually fine. led the team in plus minus. And I've already admitted he had a boneheaded turnover late in the game. I mean, I don't I don't know what else I can say. It was it was the worst play of the game. So there you go. Still had the best plus minus in the team. And we lost Sherrod. We'll be back. I don't know, John. We need we need we need we need Sherrod's perspective from, from being at the game and I can't hear you, dude. Or are you just not talking? I was at the game. Oh yeah, were you? They were, do- yeah, they were doing well while I was there. Should have stayed. Should have stayed. Should have stayed. The Wi-Fi is bad though. Having to having to rely on these guys from there is friggin' brutal. Man, a lot of angry people in the chat tonight. A lot of people calling out their mental toughness, which I would agree with. I'm exhausted by it. Well, that's the thing, you know. And remember last year we were talking about Groundhog Day. Yeah, for the first forty games, it's like the first forty games of the year. It's like the same reason, the same ways. We had the same show. We had we had we had like twenty five of the same show last year to start to start the year. Actually, one time we just replayed a show and nobody knew it. We made it very generic sounding. Um, but yeah, we got the full, we got the full cast down there and there they'll be, uh, they'll be chiming in a little and we'll get some fresh perspective, but you know, I don't know where to point the fingers other than Harden one friggin' bananas. Our guard, you know, Celtics guards didn't answer the bell. Um, and then they just wilted late, uh, in, in a very typical, very, very, very typical Celtics fashion. Um, and that's that. And it's just, it's like you said, Jimmy, it's just, it's frustrating and around and around we go. Anything on Twitter that popped up? Any quotes? You seen anything? No. I got nothing either. Nothing. I mean, this is as frustrating. This is... It's just not taking stuff seriously. Like, it's like, you know, handling, like, fine china, like, juggling it, walking through the frigging living room. Like, it's a playoff game, guys. Like, can you just take it more seriously? Like... I, I'm I don't get it. Is it a choke? Do they really not know how to play basketball in close and tight games? Why do they revert back to the thing that they fail at over and over again? I don't understand it. And again, I hope Joe Mazzula is at least asked that like, Joe, why are you slowing it down? He did have one game against the Atlanta series where he said, I should have got on them to push the pace a little bit more. So it was a little bit of understanding that like, Oh, I'm the coach. I can tell them what to do, and yes, you can. Doesn't mean they always do it, but he should be screaming. Oh, what? We got to get the Al Horford quote. I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing that we tweeted it, but I want to get the video of it because it's saying something about Al Horford admits Joel Embiid being out impacted the Celtics in their loss. So someone tweeted this. So let's get it up at some point on our show because I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear it. I can't hear it, but if okay. if if I have to hear, which I will, I'm about to, and I'm about to scream, and I'm about to go crazy. Because how many times have we heard this quote in a different variation? Just is this Joe? It. This is Horford. 
Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm about to get a. I'll, I'm going to get a joke uh, uh, clip on here, which again is probably definitely going to also make me mad. Let's make. Let's see if we can get the. I mean, can you just put the tweet up or the video from the tweet, John, or no? Is it not? Yeah, I, I can get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Because uh, you know, we all we all knew that this was that this was like a strong possibility, but I think there's always like 1% of us that hopes that maybe they have learned and they won't, you know, fall into the same trap. But if who's the, the, who's the, we, we tweeted it on Celtics. Yeah. Celtics on ceiling. I'll I'll get it. I'll get it. Seven minutes ago. Al Horford admits Joel Embiid being out impacted the Celtics in their loss. Like how, 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 how can that still be something that we're talking about? It's the freaking playoffs, man. I'm curious how, in the sense of like, is it was Philly's style different or did they rest? Did they like say like, oh, screw it. Um, I don't need to try anymore. Here's a stat. The Celtics shot 58.7% from the field and committed just 10 fouls but lost. In the regular season in playoffs, teams were 23-0 and in the shot clock era entering tonight when shooting at least 55% on field goals and committing 10 fouls or fewer. All right, so, I'll put I'll put up Al on Embiid because uh, I got it now. All right, all right, cool. We got Sherrod here too. Let's get Sherrod on. Okay, let's get Sherrod on. I'll put <laughs> I'll put up Al on Embiid. Hey, Sherrod, hold on. I got a soundbite going. Hold that side, Sherrod. Take your time. I really believe that you know it happened to us last year when the one of their main players was missing. Embiid being out, one of their main players was missing. And last year, out tonight. Um, Shit, it happened last week. Know, as much as you don't want to uh, say it wasn't a factor, I think it was. And, and we have to be better. And we have to understand that we have to be able to, to play with whatever happens, whatever variables. And um, that with our team, I just see it happen, uh, you know, uh, for us, for, for whatever reason. Last year? Dude, it happened last week. What the he talking about? I, I just want to know who we is, okay? We is somebody we are we are people we are someone in that we room are is the we world. who is we is we tatum and brown is we the core tatum brown smart is we all, everyone like i think it's i think it's everyone because every it, I think it it's everyone seems, too because the the things that they're doing wrong you can't really point at one individual although i think the knee jerk reaction is to point at at Missoula, um who I, I, I guess the thing I, that I'm, I'm still trying to get a feel for him is, at some point you gotta you gotta sense when your team is just not right, and just have one of those come to whoever your higher power is, and just say, "Fellas, what the f are you doing?" Play one of one of E-Mays stop playing like asshole speeches. Yes, I, it, exactly. And, and I, I didn't want to bring I didn't want to bring him into the conversation, but this is one of those games where. You better believe that they would have been a very different team in the second half because, as well as they shot the ball offensively, and it, and my, my goodness, they most teams they would have, they would be up by like 15, 20 points on the low end the way they shot the ball. But when you keep coughing it up the way they did, uh, and and that one at the very end where Maxi had the uncontested layup, it was, that, that's just, I mean, that's like what? high school mistakes. That's stuff that you don't see at this level. You what see I that will- like like when your seven year old is playing, you know, in, in his first yeah. like organized basketball, <laughs> and the clock is running down. And he's never been there before, and he just he just throws it to whoever's in front of him. Yeah, that shouldn't happen in the NBA. What I will say about Joe, in defense, 
I don't know. I, I, the feel for the game stuff, I think, has always been part of the issue. Like recognizing in the moment, maybe going off of what your, you know, your thinking or your strategy was going in, changing up rotations, feeling that this player should, you know, doesn't have it, or I, I got to ride the hot hand. Um, not getting lost late in the game, realizing you've forgotten good players on the bench, or you're playing your good players who you want to close early, and if you don't come up with some substitution pattern, you're going to have to play them the whole fourth quarter, <laughs> and that's going to be a problem. Uh, and so, you know, you see that from time to time. But what I'll say in his defense is he has he knows what the keys to victory are. And and, and they don't just don't always follow them. And then he, he sometimes he loses the keys. Yeah. They're in the house somewhere. <laughs> I just don't know where they are. But he right puts now. it out there. You got to keep. We talked about what needs to get done. You got to do this thing. But then they just go off not doing it, and you they can't course correct. Um, so you've seen it a bit. This is Joe. I don't know what he's saying. I'm oh, sure boy. it's going to be great. Um, I'm just going to play it. <laughs> Why and what happened, and how can you clean those up? Uh, they come from. I got to be better at play calling and getting us into our spacing. Uh, quicker so it's from that and then just I think at times there were, we were caught in between a two-on-one where we could have shot it and got a good look but tried to get a great look and sometimes you just in situations like that where they're scrambling you just can't pass up good looks so it's a little bit on me and it's a little bit of just you know we got to have the freedom to just shoot the ball knock down open shots I, I, good on him for taking some uh, there. I think he's recognizing the moments now bigger, and you can't just be an asshole when you guys blow big leads on a, on a stage like this. Um, so, uh, I, I, and you know, uh, I'm not saying pressure, uh, but an acknowledgement of like, I got to be a little, uh, I I got to be, you know, I'm not just going to sit here and bark at you. Um, and tell you that everything is fine. Uh, he can't do that now. It matters too much. You know, yeah. it matters too much. So, fine. Yeah, I, I I applaud him for just acknowledging the fact that he's got to be better with his play calling. Uh, that's something that to me really stood out in this game. Where, he, and, and I don't think Doc oh, great. was running great stuff. I just think Doc was running stuff consistently. And Joe, he's got to be able to adapt quicker uh, when things aren't right. Because I mean, these guys they, they're adaptogen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has to get some adaptogens in his game. Uh, some vitamins too. <laughs> but you know, the, the, I mean, the good thing is this is game one, and we, we, you know, the series I think is going to go a little bit longer than I thought. Now, uh, I thought it'd be over in five. I don't think Boston will win four straight. I, so I think it'll be. I still think Boston will win it in six. I said That's seven. Right. I said really? six. I predicted seven, and, and I, I predicted six. I predicted they were going to muck one of these two games at home without Embiid, and it happened. Yeah. Let's hope they don't blow two. This could be a sweep, guys. Still could be. Did Bob, yeah, Bobby's in specified. Sweep is on the table, Bobby. Sweep. No, I can't see that happening. Gentlemen, sweep is off the table already, just like that. Yeah. The Celtics. It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. From what I'm told. Because Philly's going to get another game. They're going to win another game. Um, no doubt about that. So. It looks like they're asking everybody about whether or not, you know, Embiid being out had a, played a part in things. Yeah. Tatum said, maybe so, but give the other guys credit. Hmm. Okay. Riveting stuff. All right, I want to talk about our next partner here on The Garden Report, and that is Athletic Greens. It's a product I started taking literally every day since AG started working with us here at The Garden Report. I use it because I want 
everything that AG has to offer, better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system. I didn't want to chase uh, a bunch of pills and vitamins. I just wanted to have one supplement that did it all for me. And that's exactly what Athletic Greens does. So what exactly is it? What are you doing when you're taking Athletic Greens or AG1? You are absorbing 75 high quality vitamins and minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics and adaptogens that help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports, as I mentioned, gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, uh, all those good things. So again, get into AG1 right now. It's lifestyle friendly. It's diet friendly, no matter what you're on right now. Uh, Paleo, Uh, gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free. It really doesn't matter. AG1 fits with your diet. It only has, actually has less than one gram of sugar. Uh, It's a highly endorsed product, over 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts. And AG1 is the supplement for you. So again, uh, it's time to reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens and us here at The Garden Report are going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com garden. Again, that's athleticgreens.com garden to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Those guys stepped up and knocked down big shots. Yes, and, they did. Well, when you again, when you don't put a hand up, when a guy's in front of you, it's a little bit easier to knock that shot down. Mm-hmm. They had they, they're too, they, they didn't do that all game long, but there were too many damn possessions where they're literally in the position and they just stand there. They don't even get a hand up. I don't care if you block the shot. I don't care if you get a hand in his face, but at least get a hand up that, at, to at least give the appearance that you're trying to contest the shot, even if you're not. It happens too damn much for this crew. We saw it in the Atlanta series. Uh, it wasn't until they decided to make it all about their defense, which leads to good offense, that they put that thing away. They're playing with fire too damn much. That's what it feels like. It, it feels like they're just they're playing uh, a brand of basketball that they're talented enough to escape and thrive and, and benefit from it. But if you keep going to that well the way they are, you're going to get smoked. You're going to go there one time too many, and it's going to cost you in a very, very big, pivotal way. Um, that could be the end of your season. Facts, my dog. They're just frustrated as hell to watch. I mean, I, for fans, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know how you yeah. guys do this. So, Sherrod, we said it at the beginning, like, yeah. and I think we all sorry, Sherrod. What were you saying? We all felt this way before, but you can't trust this team. No, I, Jimmy. I think you brought it up last week about trust issues. I did, um, I, and I, I'm, I'm. That was my prediction too. That's I'm, why I put him in six. Yeah, Jimmy. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close to jumping in that boat with you. Um, what is I've been rolling? Have I been rolling by myself Hop for on, all of Sailor. this time? <laughs> yeah, John. You're, you you're, honestly you're, trust you're Jack team? Sparrow somewhere off in the. Uh, <laughs> I know exactly. Jack even, Sparrow. Well done, Jimmy. Well even done. Last year, it was the same thing. Like I was having a tough time, right? I'm like, I see it, and they look dominant. I'm just, I can't buy it because I can't fully believe that they have that thing to do the thing, and they don't. Yeah. They don't. You know, they almost pissed away the Miami series. You know, they, they, they you know, they, they, 
they they you know they they got a gift with Milwaukee and had to friggin' fight tooth and nail. I mean, it wasn't like, dude, they went to the finals, everything's fine. Like, no, you got to look at it. Like, there were things along the way that could have derailed them in the second round, in the third round, and then they puked on themselves in the finals. But like, here we are again, six with Atlanta losing to a team with Embiid. Like, what are you impressed by? Like. On a scale of a team, you're talking about winning titles. Mm-hmm. What do you see that makes you think that they're going to? Because you have to string together a lot of games playing mm-hmm. really well start to finish. You can't just stick and move and pick spots and yeah. then just give. You can't give games away in the playoffs for lack of focus. And I mean, again, they're not the only team. We watched Milwaukee get throttled by uh, the Heat. And, and absolutely piss away games, too. If you're a Milwaukee fan, you're probably feeling the same thing right now. But they do have a title uh, under their belt. So mm-hmm. right. that's a slight difference. But this is the same. This is where I always come back to is the reason I struggle and the reason I always kind of pull away from the coach is the same core has been together now six years, the core players. And we've seen if the core players are the leaders on this team, you're seeing – them do similar things with three different coaches over three years. Mm-hmm. So at what point are you going to identify a problem? What's the common denominator here? The players. It's the players, guys. Yeah. It's the same guys, you know? It's yeah. the same guys. Yeah. So that that's, what, that's why it's like everybody knows how good they can be. Everybody knows how talented they are. Everybody knows that their best game is probably the best game out there in the NBA. They're just – do you believe that they can do it? I, I don't know. It's uh, it's really hard to. It is. It is. I mean, you you look at the, I mean, you look at the stat lines in this game. I mean, Jalen Brown goes eight for ten. Tatum goes fourteen for twenty five. You aren't supposed to lose games. In fact, you're supposed to be the beat the crap out of teams when your two best players are that effective, that efficient. Uh, and when you turn the ball over, you know, sixteen times and give up twenty points, it negates all that good shooting. They make things hard on themselves. They make it because, so much harder. Because, again, I mean, and there's there's so many examples of it. They, they get a great play, but, you know, Tatum's complaining for contact, doesn't make his way down the court, and they have to give a foul because they're playing five on four on the other way. The bucket doesn't matter anymore, dude. The, the, you just gave two points back. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. It's the whole thing. It's complete. You can't get a 10-point lead and then just say, let's get creative on this possession or do something out of character character or shoot a hero ball three early in the clock you've got to keep running your offense and working it and working it you can't slow down you got to keep the pace going like it's constant but they do it and then they stop doing it for a little and then they just give it all back so it's like it's you know what they're you know what they're analogous to it's like someone who spends all day long dieting, eating salads, eating greens and then at the end of the night just eats two tubs of ice cream you just pissed away all that good effort it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> you're still fat, like at the end of the day. You're right. back to – you just gave it away. But if you were going to eat that ice cream anyways, then you maybe still – You can't have less. the tub of ice cream, okay? Right. It doesn't matter that you, Zanis pie? Yeah, it doesn't matter <laughs> that you were eating vegetables and healthy all day. You just pissed it all away. So they're always eating the tub of ice, a tub of ice cream at the end what of the day. What kind of ice cream? <laughs> Chunky monkey, baby. We Chunky went over monkey. this. We had an ice cream show. If we can't go to food yet before Bobby or Joe Sway get on. <laughs> Where is Joe Sway? Get his butt here. Joe Sway loves himself some media rooms. Yeah, he does. He's yeah. Probably, probably eating ice cream as we speak in the media room, yeah. dining hall. 
Yeah. I just, I, I'm just, I'm really surprised they lost this game. And I know I shouldn't be, but I am. I am. I, I'm, I'm surprised only because MB didn't straight up play at all. And this was game <laughs> one at home. And like, you, you, so when, when I say like, I have trust issues, I do, but like, I also still fall for it to an extent, I guess. And I feel like everyone expected the Celtics to win tonight, but they're not, they're not like stunned that they lost because we've no. seen this before. It's like shame on us because we, you know, for having that hope, but Sherrod, shame I mean, on you. yeah, Sherrod, they, they blew this game though. I mean, they were up they what they were up almost double digits late in the, like it was what six or eight point points. Were, yeah. Late yeah, in the game, they, pretty late in the game, and they they had to give it away. I mean, they, the smart foul that first was called offensive, then it was defensive. That was an and one. Then the turnover that we talked about. They missed shots. Brogdon missed a couple. Um, Tatum missed one. Smart with the turnover to Tatum that he wasn't paying attention. And Tatum thought that Smart was going to shoot the layup, and he and he dropped it off to Tatum, and, and then Tatum fouls the guy going out of bounds, which maybe he didn't have to do in that moment. So. These guys did everything they could to just give the game away, and that's when, when Mizzou, it's not Mizzou's fault, but you have to wonder why are these guys so discombobulated late? Why is everything out of sorts? It's not just tonight; it's been a pattern. Who's throughout. the guy? Who's the guy? Who's right? The who's, who wants the who's ball? The, who's the leader? Who's the who's Brown the guy had who a turnover, it? I think. And prior to that, Sherrod, three shots for Jalen Brown. And how do you trust in the last Marcus three Sm- quarters of the game and then how do you trust smart to be the guy when he's out there on the floor and he's making dumb decisions he's too inconsistent like you can't take risks like that late to make the big play you can't be passing into tight windows you have to be smart you got to be a floor general when you're seeing the offense you know stagnate you go back and you get the ball and you reset it doesn't happen it just there's no floor general late in games and i think that's what they always run into they keep trying to make it tatum and it's like how we've got three years of evidence that that's the wrong strategy yet that's what they default to late in games the tatum walk up the tatum top of the key and set it up and run the offense it doesn't work it's so it's proven it's i I just banging your head against the wall i feel so dumb saying it over and over again (laughs) like we're like i'm saying anything of value it's every dogs can see it like why are we still having this conversation yeah, yeah, and and the, you know they their talent has been able to kind of you know save their asses in the yeah. past where they've had these type these issues, but something there's a disturbing trend I'm seeing, and I think you guys are probably seeing it too, and that is the ISO with Al. That's getting painful to watch. Thanks, Judd. Yeah, that's getting really painful to watch because it's it, it's on. There's no question. It's on a scouting report that. There's going to be a stretch where you need a bucket, throw it out. <laughs> this guy is too funny. Did they watch the same game we did? <laughs> we care. We care. That's the yeah. point. Like, why you would you get angry if you didn't care? Right, uh, right, right. But I actually do hate this team. But that's besides the point. I don't hate them. They just frustrate <laughs> the hell out of me. They are frustrating. They are super frustrate frustrating. the hell out of me. It's a frustrating team. Totally, man. And then, again, if this was it's, a one-time thing, we would be hilarious. talking about how uncharacteristic it is. This is hilarious. I, I, I call Tatum out and not Brown. That's what I do. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> earlier said, why, is John, why does John always um, leave Brown off the hook? I'm like, 
<laughs> new, you must be new here. Get the, the newbie. We got a newbie in the building. It's all right. Yeah. It's all good. Wow. Oh, I like this take. This is a good one. If you sprinkle oh, athletic greens on the ice cream, it cancels out the ice cream. That's that is true. Actually true. I think so. that's true. I so think get that's your athletic true. greens slash garden for that. I think that is true. Yeah. Um, we do have oh, Bobby coming in. There's like a delay on the comments, I guess, because we're getting ice cream comments now. Really? No, no, no. <laughs> just some people are watching a little late. Oh, okay. That's okay. We like that. We do. We do. Sharon, what happened? What happened to Derek White tonight? Who? Exactly. Derek White became white noise out there. <laughs> he, he's out there, but is he really out there? He's putting you to sleep. <laughs> he is so putting you to sleep. And he's had a couple bad games like this actually. Like I said, two of his last three have been kind of duds. Is it a matchup thing? Because I feel like he would have matched up solid with some of these guys. Honestly, I think it's just that they're not they're not putting him in position that he was in earlier. Derek doesn't handle the ball nearly as much off the dribble attacking as he did, I thought, in the early stages of the Atlanta series. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't think they're swinging the ball as well as they need to. Uh, I don't think they're being as team, you know, keep it moving, keep it moving as, as they've been. And I don't understand why. Uh, I mean, Tatum, his numbers are great in, in, this, in the playoffs. But he – Derek, if him – Having really good numbers comes at the expense of Derek White being an impact player. I'm not sure that's a fair trade. A trade off that's a winning trade off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's let's talk about the missing. Okay. Because uh, speaking of Joe Sway and Bobby missing wow. from the show. Um, What's up, fellas? You know, we even got Jelso's in the room. Look at that. Oh, oh man, Nick is up. Extended He's really group. upset. Then. Oh, oh, Nick watched his first basketball game this year. <laughs> Nick just saw the score, guys. First playoff Nick just game. Saw I the think. Score. First playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, do you want to come on the show? I don't even know if I'm watching tonight. All right. Well, this one hits close to home, right? He's a PA guy, I believe. Oh, that's yeah. true. I wonder who he was rooting for. What's up, Joe Sway? Uh, Where are you in a high school locker room or something? No, nah, man. He just cool. got out of it. Yeah, what's, the, what's going on, dude? This is the, uh, uh, Newton the, the North? Se- my secret spot at the garden, man. Don't tell anybody. Don't worry about it. Okay. Secret safe. Man, these guys, they're like, and look, I don't want to like discredit them because they deserve to be this happy, but. This Sixers team is like I don't want to say the, I don't want to say they won a championship, but it's like they know they stole one. And uh, if you watch James Harden, he's trying to keep that stoic look going. He's trying to keep that flow. He was saying it on the court. It's only one. It's only one. Chill out. Right. Stop, right. Stop exactly. the celebration. Because Everybody, he, chill. He knows, man. He's been down this road before, and he he went back in time tonight. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Uh, clearly, the Celtics could have still won the game, but. We have to uh, obviously give him give him credit for what he did, especially hitting that big shot. But man, the Celtics just the mistakes that they made in that final minute alone. I mean, and look, John, you you, you talk about you know Marcus. I believe right, I cut the tail end of it, but you know Marcus being someone that sometimes you, you don't always trust down the stretch. But I felt like it was the guy. Well, at least in this one play, where like you, the last person you expect to make that kind of uh, turnover, that kind of pass, is Malcolm Brogdon, and and he. Fessed up and said, look, man, I made a mistake. He couldn't, he really couldn't explain it further than that. And uh, I, I just feel like it was those little plays, but it was also Philadelphia just kind of knowing what Boston was going to do, man. These guys really did their homework. Why I mean, they really they had have- a lot of time to study, but man, like even that that drop pass that, that Marcus, you know, right at the end, trying to get the Tatum, which I thought was just he forced the issue in that regard, but they were on top of that. They were on top of almost everything, you know? 
No, and they were good with their defense. You know, Tucker was playing terrific. Yeah, obviously, man. And, like, they and were switching and doubling and closing closing off lanes. I thought that was good. But again, why are Maxi and like Reed playing with more poise than than Smart and right. you know Tatum? Like I, yeah. you know, like why, why is that? And white, why is that? woke up at the end, but I yet that's that's no. He woke up at the middle end. He was bad. He did some bad things. Then he did some really good things, and then he went back to bad things again. Um, (laughs) You know, so it was all over the place. Anyway, did you want him to take that layup? Is that one of the things? I don't. I wanted them to have like met, like shaken hands and met. Uh, before that play and like you know uh, hi i'm jason i'm marcus this is what i do you know i might yeah, i yeah. might drive and you know it'd be a look for okay that's cool nice i'm glad oh, that, you do? okay cool that, all right well let me know is that the done. kind of thing you do you like to drive and dish all right i'll look for it like just to have a freaking clue like act like they've ever played basketball together like why wouldn't tatum think a pass is possible there like i the right. whole thing was a freaking mess got shopping on the brain but a budget on your mind then get to Burlington. The brands will surprise you and the low prices will amaze you. There's a dress waiting in store that's going to look great on you. With Burlington's wow deals, you can treat yourself and your family with styles, accessories, and products they really want, all up to 60% off other retailers' prices every day. Burlington. Love the deals. Prices and selection vary by store. When it comes to your business, not all bars are created equal. So switch your business to Verizon and experience the most reliable 5G network in America. Get the reliability and support your business deserves. So you're always ready for business on the network America relies on. Learn more at verizon.com slash business slash plans. Most reliable 5G based on most first place rankings and root metrics first half 2022 assessments of 125 metros. Experiences vary, not an endorsement. So guys, uh, yeah. what, else, what else out of the locker room you guys were in there? Talk to us. A disconnected team. That's what it sounded like to me tonight. Broadening questioning the double teams. Brown not having many answers for what went wrong across the board other than that two-minute play, uh, saying that no one was running on that, and that's why they pulled it out. I thought they were trying to kill clock there, but he said no one came up the floor with them. <laughs> they didn't know the shot clock didn't go off on the Broadman turnover. Uh, Excuse. Al, Al thought that they fell asleep because Embiid was out. Brown disagreed with that. Did he? Yeah, of course. There was a lot of disconnection. Yeah. That's true. What did Brown have to yeah, say? So a lot of I guys didn't... thought that the, the, the play was dead. Uh, that's the thing. No one thought to get back on defense. Right. Well, it doesn't matter because Maxi had a clear lane regardless if anyone got back. It, it was a yeah. turnover either way. But, Bobby, you asked – or somebody asked Tatum about Horford's comments, and he kind of just said maybe. Maybe that was the case. Maybe they let their foot yeah, off a little bit. maybe. Tatum shrugged off everything for the most part. Yeah, maybe. That's what I hate. Uh, I don't think the defense was bad. You know, we, I don't really take the defensive numbers because, you know, one layup can shift at a bunch of spots. And he pretty much just deflected every question about this game. All right, cool. Uh, you know, maybe we could have played a little harder. That's always, you know, the case when you lose. Oh, did we lose an opportunity? No, you always lose an opportunity when you lose. <laughs> Whatever. I, I don't know. Just a disconnected here's, team. Here's Jalen uh, on that running loser, thing you were talking about. Comments, lo- yeah. About two minutes left. You got out in transition. I think you guys were up four at the time and you pulled it back out. Were you guys trying to drain clock in that spot or were you just trying to set up a play? No. I mean, you know, I wanted to push the pace, but, you know, if you're not running, 
you know, you got to make sure you take care of the basketball. I could have made a play the transition there, but if I don't have any outlets, nobody's running, then it's, it's a bad possession. So you always want to make sure your guys is running with you. And right there, I just felt like I was running by myself. I agree with that. So that's I agree with that. That that's a little that's a little finger pointy, and that's a little frustrating. And that's also the disconnect. You guys are a hundred percent right. Like. Why does Jalen think you're supposed to be running there, yet nobody else does? Like, mm-hmm. why isn't anybody running there off a miss? I mentioned it earlier in the show. They weren't just that's game. If they, they weren't just there. walking up makes. They were they were walking up misses. They slowed it all down again. And they slow it down there. And again, that that possession is really the key to me. Brogdon tosses up this mid-range that just falls off the glass, and then Tatum misses a bad shot inside, and Philly's flying up the court, scoring a three-point play, and it's a game again. So four-point lead with two minutes to go becomes a one-point game with plenty of time to go for Philadelphia at that point. So that opened a huge door for the Sixers late. So many bad possessions down the stretch. Again, John, I can't help but think of that. Game five against Atlanta here, especially the way it ended on a hardened pull-up, just like the young pull-up here. It looked exactly like that. Uh, and the crazy thing is the offense looks so yeah, good that's the early. biggest difference, though, Bobby. I mean, this team was shooting over 60% through three quarters. I mean, it, it was <laughs> – you knew it would come down to the final couple of minutes. But, again, I mean – is is this game emblematic of their identity changing from last year and that being an issue? It's emblematic of their identity being identical. Like, I mean, yeah, these are the same, same guys, Bob. But last year's team never would have had a defensive game like this. No, but they wouldn't have scored as much either. We're just basically talking about the DNA in terms of like when it's close, how do you react and how do you respond? Yeah, that's that's the the same. That's the thing is like they've substituted stops for buckets, you know, and like their point differential is roughly the same. And obviously you want to know that the defense is there and be able to reach back. But as Jimmy said earlier, like bad habits, you play shit defense all year. You're not all of a sudden going to turn on and play a really connected brand of defense it's not in them anymore like it isn't they went all year not really and again the defensive metrics say and we the said defensive that. metrics say they had a good year it wasn't mm. close to what they were for the second half of last year no it wasn't forceful and that's what everyone across the board said today if there was Here, one thing the team agreed upon it's that the sixers didn't feel there's no pressure and that's a thousand here's tatum's yeah. on it right here here you go just where do you think your defense is right now what do you need to change to start taking away opponent's comfort? Uh, you know, I think ball pressure, you know, we all can. Uh, I think we just kind of allow guys to be a little bit too comfortable at times. Uh, at I don't times, necessarily like. At times? Uh, all the time. You know, all pay too much attention to the rankings of 11th and defense because, you know, that shit might be like one less transition bucket a game it's not like a huge gap but um you know we definitely um can can be better you know sometimes we give it too many offensive rebounds and that hurts the second and third chance opportunities um i think it's just all about picking up our pressure and then um trying to make people uncomfortable because when people are comfortable uh, you know um, everybody's talented and uh you know they just feel a little bit more free out there there you have it. Yeah, that wasn't great. That wasn't great, Preston. Oh my God, that I was mean, painful. Here, that was so painful. We probably lost. Yep, we lost a hundred viewers in that. I just get the vibe. 
I just they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. He almost lost me too. This is Harden dropping 45. Like that's that's the message I, I get from these guys. Like, oh yeah, he went off. We were supposed to do it. Even even Joe Mazzulla to a certain extent, right? Is talking about he made, he had a lot of great shots. He had an incredible shot. What are you gonna do? We gotta move on. And it's kind of like, well, how can you prevent the team as a whole just playing better defensively? Never mind just trying to take Harden out of the game. I don't think that's the question. I think is how do you beat this team even if Harden does that, what he did tonight, you know? That's what they gotta figure out. Yeah. You know what? Same things keep happening in this team. And yeah, their approach is shrug it off, move on to the Do next it, game, John. forget Do everything, right and try Let it again. Jimmy. Which, <laughs> I, the, the, so. And that's worked for them. Yeah. You know, it's it's going to come to a spot against a great team. And you're missing the Sixers team's missing Embiid. I, I still am not worried about Philly beating them. As Joe Sway said, I think this is probably. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but this is probably the last time Harden does this in this series, and I still don't see Embiid playing in this series. So I don't think you're at threat of losing this series, and that's probably how they feel and why they're looking at it like this. But you're playing with fire. If if you lose a guy with a series going too long or you go into a team that's able to capitalize off a win like this, we'll see if Philly's able to. Maybe I'm not respecting Philly enough. I obviously didn't coming in. You're going to get burned, and this is why... I don't see this team winning a championship this year. I've said that for months and months. Um, Haven't you predicted every to... series what? is a sweep? <laughs> yeah, I think I think they're, they're going to lose. They're going to the sweep every series, but not win the finals. Yeah, to who? So, so you thought they were going to get through the tougher Eastern Conference and then lose in the lose in the West? Yeah, no, that's not true. I think they're going to fall you short. Used to tell me that there was no good teams in the West. Well, they've obviously emerged. I think there's a lot of teams out there that can really challenge them now. Oh, yeah. When you look Listen, at the I field. Mean, I, I would agree with that for sure. I think you – so you, it sounds like you've lost a lot of a lot of faith in them. Like you're kind the of West is faith. definitely stronger than the East at this current moment with the teams yeah. remaining. There's no oh, question yeah. about that. I mean, how can you not? As we've watched them more and more over the year, Jimmy, the offense relying on threes to the degree it does, tonight you're just chasing Philly because Philly – knew if it could get more threes off, that was going to leave the Celtics at a disadvantage because they're not generating good two-point looks for the most part. Um, and then you, you look at the defense. That's something that's alarmed me throughout this season is, is the lack of forcefulness on that end. Their lack of ability to guard in isolation, I think, is the big one because they're still playing that switching style, but guys get burnt again and again in those isolation spots. Uh, they're dropping a ton too, and guys are just stepping right in the shots on the Philadelphia side. I think that gets guys going at times. That goes back to the finals last year and the debate we had over how they guarded Curry. Um, I don't know. Something's missing here. Clearly, something's missing here. And the worrisome part about tonight is that that game five against Atlanta, everyone just said, oh, you know, we're up 3 2. We're going to Atlanta. We'll play great and we'll close this out. Now you're down. And I think there's some, I don't know if you sense this, John, kind of divisiveness from all the sound you've heard over what the real issue was tonight. I don't know if everybody's on the same page on what to do going into game two. Uh, it almost felt like they were just kind of guessing tonight at times. Like, let's try Grant early. Oh, Rob, great run between the third and the fourth. Let's go back to small ball with Horford out there and drop a little more. And then, you know, we'll switch late, just like we did against Atlanta, even though that hurt 
Celtics against Atlanta there. They're just trying a lot of different things. Whereas, didn't the Sixers come into this kind of knowing what they wanted to do and just hitting it hard from the start and continuing to do that throughout the game even though they went down early? That's how tonight looked to me. I don't know. I, I kind of huh. want to rewatch it just to figure out like where it got lost because there's just stretches of time in this game where it looked like Celtics can get whatever they want. One of the reasons they didn't shoot threes is to, they could get to the basket so easily. Tatum was doing it. Brogdon was doing it. Uh, they were just able to do it. So the you know as you said, they shot fewer threes, uh, and it just felt like well, Philly's hot. Uh, but they can't defend. They're not able to defend right now. They can't defend these guys without Embiid in the middle. There's nobody who can match up with Tatum. Celtics are just going to get what they want again. And then just something happened, and I don't know. I mean, they just, you know, I it's I can't quite place where it went wrong other than, well, shit, this is going to be a dogfight all the way down the stretch. And then you can really just only focus on what happened in the last three, four minutes. But, um, you know, Philly just played them. You know, it, Philly did what Atlanta did. The game was close, and then they just traded buckets basically the entire game. Yeah. Um, you know, it, never it really went away. felt like one of those games. Yeah. They never went away, and it didn't look like the Celtics could stop them from 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 getting their buckets. They, you know, they ran good offense. They got good looks. They made good shots, and Harden had an all-world performance. I don't know if he can repeat it. It's possible. I mean, I'm not going to count him out then at this point. Yeah, it's possible. Wow. I don't know that he's got another one of these. No, I don't think he's going to do 45, but. And there's no one's going to be, you know, ending up. They could also get a beat back in a couple games, and he might not need to get 45. And beat yeah. doesn't need to play in game two now. You just stole one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Rest them up. Especially because these games, there's only two days in between, even when it switches cities. So. Yeah. I'm not counting on him beat anytime soon. The question from the Celtics' perspective is. Did you get Rob out of there too soon? That was something that kind of... That was what we talked about. That yeah. moment to me, John, if we're picking one, sticks out to me. Because he went on a plus 10 run there. Or he stepped out when he was about plus 10. I think he finished plus 8. They defended well during that stretch. I think they had like a multi-position advantage over that stretch that he played. I thought maybe they'll go to double big late here and try to solidify their defense a little bit. They go back to small ball. Brogdon didn't play great to close the game. That was concerning, too. I don't know if that'll happen I know, again, but he, but had, su- he had such a good game, and White was so ineffective. I'm not going to question mm-hmm. putting Brogdon. But, again, it's a trust issue with with uh, with Rob, right? Like, yeah. it just he doesn't, he doesn't trust him to repeat the effort. How many games have we seen Rob have a ridiculous yeah. otherworldly dominant six- or seven-minute stretch, and then the next time he gets out there and he looks terrible, you know, for the next six- or seven-minute stretch? And then you're like, you which one? Horford more, and yeah. then you're like, which one am I going to get with the next five minutes that I bring him out here? And that's why you're afraid to close with him, and that's why you're always going to go with Horford is it might not be – he might not reach the heights of Rob. He's not going to defend the, the the paint the same way he will, but you can trust him. And and clearly Joe has trust issues. He had trust issues throughout. He put Grant in for like – you know, two minutes and yanked him. You know, uh, Hauser got one quick look, got got off one three, and then he was gone because. That's like, what I'm saying. Did they know what they wanted to do as, here? As Jim, as, no, I don't think so. And <laughs> I think they coach Joe coached scared a little bit, and he's like, nope, nope, don't want to do that. You know, like they I look- think that I think they want to cease. I think they want stuff to work, and when it doesn't, they're like, forget it, just go back to what we do. Yeah, that main starting lineup. Uh- with Brogdon in for White tonight. Horford, though, a minus 17 and Rob a plus 8. Hard to not question that one. At least going, what was it, seven, eight minutes to close with Horford out there and Rob finishing with 19. 
you probably wanted a bigger balance there, given that Rob could seal off the rim and generate some rim protection. Not great in the pick and roll. I'm sure that's where Joe loses a little trust with him in this matchup, and that pick and roll did kill them in the fourth quarter. But rebounding, you know he's going to do that. You know he'll block shots around the rim or at least deter shots in there. It feels like Rob's a little too small of a part of what they're doing now. Again, he had that great, what was it, game four last series. Not much from him since. This clown legit jumps on this show just to post this comment, and he does it over say, and over why again. Why are we posting this? Because 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 <laughs> it's his only it's his only it, that's all he's got in his arsenal. <laughs> is he is he tired? <laughs> that's all he he's, probably go no, to bed. He jumps on to tell us that we're boring, and but he does this, and he does it all the time. It's the only. It's, he, it's, knows, it's, he knows what you meant. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's his only game. So he got it. He got on. Now it's he his stop. only move. He's like. I'm going in. Bo Dylan. Hey, what's going on? It's me, I'm going to kill him with this. I'm tired. I'm going to kill him with the Z's. <laughs> yeah, he's asleep. Get it? Friggin' clown time. Like, we you got it, dude. That's like the 40th time he's done this. You guys concerned <laughs> about this series now? J- Bobby, I predicted Celtics in seven because yeah, they were going to piss one of these games away. Because I don't believe these guys. I don't. Now you're legit scared because, like. But do you still think Celtics in seven, John, or do you think Sixers in seven? <laughs> I, I think it's a coin. I, honestly, I still think the Celtics are better. I don't think Philly's got a lot of these games in them offensively, yeah. like the way that they played. Like, I don't think they're going to shoot this way. But the. You, Was it you Celtics might, defense? But if Embiid plays, you might have an Embiid 50, you know, like, you might have an Embiid as an unstoppable game, and that's two. And then they only need two more. So, again, you're playing with fire giving one away like this. Like, this is a really, 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 really bad loss. Yeah, giving up <laughs> really, home court really this, bad. Giving up home yeah. court in this series matters, too, because you know you're going to have a tough time in Philly. They went down the wire with them in uh, the game that Tatum won at the buzzer, and then they lost, of course, the one where they left around and Rob home. But I lost nonetheless down the stretch where you really had a rally to get back in that game. So the two games in Philly were highly contested this year, uh, despite the Celtics' dominance in this building. And it looked like it was going to be another one of those games here. I mean, a 77% first half for the first, what was it, 20 minutes or so? They, they The Sixers couldn't get stops, period. Let me, let, me, let me ask you guys this question. Do the Celtics strike you as the type of team that when they lose a game like this, come back angry and focused? No, 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 no. Yeah. You, they have. Really? No. That's what they've done. Yeah, they've been doing that all year. Yeah. All that year? is something you How can many? count on from them. I just wonder if this time's different, given the response that we saw tonight. But again, Especially no one would be surprised year. if they win game two. Hey, Sam, it's been a while. Hey, it has been. How's business? I don't know about you, but finding the perfect place to expand has been a real struggle for us. Try Ohio. The Jobs Ohio team helped us isolate the right incentives and opportunities by understanding us and our goals. Wow, maybe we should move to Ohio. The business climate, quality of life, and help from Jobs Ohio made Ohio our best decision yet. Hey, where are you going? I gotta call my boss, then Jobs Ohio. Visit successinohio.com to learn more. No, again, we, sh- we shouldn't be surprised if they beat the Sixers team. We all think that they should. Right. I think we're we're disappointed in the way that they played tonight, but we're not completely shocked that they lost this game because we've seen it happen before. But yeah, do I expect them to come back out and respond? Yeah, I would hope that they could. Again, this is a home, gonna be another home game. 
I mean, I would say it's borderline must win for them. You don't want to go down 0-2 and then hit the road. So, I mean, they have every reason to come out. I feel like we kind of glossed over the Jason, uh, the, the Jalen Brown. No, we didn't gloss over it, but we didn't talk about Baffling. it. I, we haven't talked about that in years with him, or a year at least, I think. You know, I can't remember the last time he got lost in a game like this. Yeah. Why? What happened? I asked him. He said, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. I was shocked when I looked up and he only had 10 shots late. Only yeah. one shot between the second and third. Baffling. I can't figure it out either. I mean, this is a. He, it's definitely not my only answer how would he's be, played recently either. My only answer would be they get into that mismatch hunting, and that's such a big part of what they do offensively. So they're screening smart and white and all these guys and trying to get Tatum lined up with Melton and Maxi. And yeah, I think smart tried to get a little more aggressive after the first quarter. Maybe that's part of it. He had the ball in his hands more, but. I'm sure if you go back, Brown just wasn't involved in many actions. Gerard, um, why like, do you, Gerard, why do you think? Like, where, what happens here? We've seen him disappear late, but that just means not getting the ball in the last five six minutes. He disappeared for like the entire middle of the game. What happened? I think part of his problem is that one of his, I, I think one of his greatest strengths is that he has the ability to let the game come to him. But sometimes he needs to go to the damn game. Sometimes he needs to be the aggressor. He needs to not just let things happen. He has to force the action. And I think that every now and then he'll have a game where he'll forget that he needs to do that or he won't do it as much. And this was a game where I just didn't think he did it at all. Um, and, and that's a problem because he's, he's one of their best players, obviously. And they need him, particularly in games like this, when you've got an, there's a golden opportunity to just – Again, grab firm control of this series, and they blew it. They blew it again. Um, Sean Grandy, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, had a graphic that had basically all the games they played this year where a key player, one of either their best player or second best player, were out. And it's like 12 games. And, it, and, and think if you start thinking about it, it's a significant number of the games they lost in a regular season. They lost to teams that were shorthanded, uh, that were missing key players. And it's like, this is who they are. This team has been incredibly inconsistent, but that is one thing they have been consistent. And that is they don't do the, they don't take advantage of the opportunities to bury teams that are shorthanded. Haven't done it all season. No, they don't. And I feel uh, – Yeah, and here's the list. I feel, I feel uh, tricked for thinking that they would, you know, yeah. this time around. October 28th versus Cleveland without Garland, lost by nine. Golden State without Wiggins, lost by 16. Denver uh, without Murray, lost by 12. OKC, that was a big one without SGA, lost by 33. Lost to the Heat, who didn't have Butler, by three. Lost to Phoenix, who didn't have Booker, by 12. Lost to New York without Brunson. Um, there's a Utah one in there. The Washington one without Beal, Kuzma, and someone else. They were missing everybody. The traffic game. game. Yeah, the traffic game. Oh, we ran into some traffic. <laughs> the infamous traffic the traffic game. game. And then and then and then uh game five Atlanta. Uh you know, without without Murray as well. That the was the other traffic one. game. Yeah. That was Damn, the other one. That's a long ass list. The worst part Stay about John. this too is it was obvious he wasn't gonna play. Right. Yeah. He that wasn't he like got a hurt. shock. He got hurt ten days ago, didn't practice all week. They throw they throw him out there, practice and shoot around, just tossing up one-handers, not moving at all. Doc says less than a 50% chance he's going to play. 
or should I, I can't do the dog voice right now, but um, <laughs> Bobby, just relax, Bobby. Just relax. <laughs> it was obvious. They watched, they watched film all week of the Sixers without Embiid to see what they play like. You had 17 games to go on, so it wasn't like you were just watching one game that you missed during the year. It was pretty obvious what they were going to do. They talked about it all week. They were going to run and gun, and then they looked caught off guard by it from the opening tip. I mean, they gave up so many open threes, so many open looks, so many lanes to the basket off the drive. The small ball seemed to really hurt the Celtics here. And I know you guys probably played the clip earlier, Jimmy Aval. But for him to just straight up admit, yeah, we, you know, we fell asleep with him beat out. Not in those words exactly, but that sentiment. It just says something about something we've talked about a lot, which is the mentality of this group. And when it comes to that, I don't know what's missing here. Maybe it's just that intensity and consistency you're looking for from them that Ime really tried to charge up game in and game out last year. Um, we've, Criticized Missoula at times for how he manages that. I think behind the scenes, he's a little tougher than it looks from a media perspective, but there's certainly not that same intensity, criticism, and um, just sort of drive behind the team that Udoka clearly emphasized last year. And is that the biggest issue here? Of course, we know they fell asleep in games last year under Udoka, so I don't think that's necessarily what the problem is right here. It's that this same core under three different coaches has common issues that haven't evolved yep. enough over the years. I mean, we're talking about stuff we talked about in the bubble, John. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Here's here's Brogdon about what what went wrong. Um, you know, the last three four minutes we couldn't get stops. Um, we were scoring, we were staying ahead by maybe two or three points, um, but weren't able to get stops. And for a team like that that doesn't have uh, Embiid, they want to keep the game close. They're not even looking to really get ahead or beat us by 20. They're, they're trying to keep it close so a guy like James Harden can close it out, which he did. Um, yeah, and then on the pass, the mistake, um, turnover happens. I mean, it happens. It happens. You give that's him it. a little bit of a break yeah, on I was that. Say, that's I was gonna say, this, he never does stuff like this, right? Yeah. I mean, he, 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 I mean, and he owned it. I mean, he, that's the thing about it. He, he didn't right. like, no you know, need a couple of days to think about it and then come back and say, yup, that was my fault. No, it he was another it in the moment. It was another pass intended for Tatum that, you know, wasn't, it wasn't really close to Tatum. It was probably a little bit behind him, but again, I don't know what you're talking about, Jimmy. I don't these know. guys aren't on the same page, you know? Um, that's just another example of it. So, I mean, it was like a panic pass because he was covered pretty closely. Tried to give it to Tatum. Tatum wasn't obviously looking for it at that point. Not that he should have been, but it's just another example of that. So we had that issue. We had Al Horford kind of calling out the team a little bit for not being ready. And then we had Brown kind of calling out the guys on the court with him that weren't running, running. and gunning like he was. That's the play to me, Jimmy. I mean, that's my lead in my story tonight, that play. <laughs> I like it, Bobby. I think you're spot yeah. on. I, I think that sums up exactly why this – Four-point lead. You, Especially four point when he lead. disappeared. Four-point lead. You get a steal. You're flying up the court and transition with an advantage. And no one's there with you. And you have to peel it out and run a terrible possession that turns into three points the other way. That blew yeah. the game. You're looking for a moment, John. That was it right there. Uh, it's unreal. Handling That's, a lead. I don't blame They don't know how to handle a lead. Either. Nope. 
They have double playing. digits in all these games. I think that speaks to why he sort of took himself out of the game, right? Maybe it wasn't uh, by design, but it was sort of organically. He just didn't feel in tune with the rest of his teammates. I mean, it, it says a lot, especially for him to say that after the game. And, you know, I don't think it's a sense of him trying to point fingers, but he's just being honest. He's just trying to give us a thorough explanation as to what happened. And I think he's spot on. I think it makes sense as to why that sort of took him out of the game for a bit. Yeah. And that yeah. third quarter, too, it felt like Philly outscored Boston, but they didn't. It was a, it was tied. But that, again, that's just them keeping up with, with the South. Yeah, they, just, know, they, they won by three. But still, like, that third quarter Sixers, felt like. Sixers could have scored more, too, I, I felt like. I, th- I thought they stepped into a lot of easy shots from outside that they missed, Maxi especially. And this is a big game for Maxi because he's been horrible against the Celtics in the past. I can't remember one good game from him. He, he played aggressive. Yeah. He played he played aggressive in this game and opened things up. So yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know where this goes from here. Um, of course, my expectations Celtics. for the series went out of out of whack. Yeah. Very Celtics fast, and four, I think, is still in play, but yeah. Yeah. If yeah. we know this team, they've they've bounced back from all these kinds of losses. I still Come don't on, expect them to play in this series. Gentleman sweep, you know. Yeah, I'm sure they'll exactly. adjust off this game. That's... So again, a scary moment, but I don't think it puts them a threat in this series. <laughs> I got it right, right, John. That's that's a gentleman sweet. There you go. That's you got it. it. That's how it's gonna win four in a row. Yep, that's how that's how it is. Um, <laughs> we're gonna wrap. Thank you guys for hanging out. Um, traffic. You know, gotta this, beat traffic. Yeah. Gotta beat traffic here. I left. I left at halftime to beat traffic. Um, uh, out of there, so I could be on this show with you, fine people. Um, sign up worth once it. again. Guys, worth it. Totally worth it. Um, uh, FanDuel.com slash Boston. Go check that out. Uh, this one's great. If you if you did screw up and you bet big on the Celtics tonight, like Bobby, um, you get what are you going to get? Hey, it's I did a, not do that. <laughs> it is called a no sweat bet, which means you get a thousand back and say, oops, and do it over. Bonus yeah, look bets. At that. Just like you can that. play that again. FanDuel.com slash Boston. It's a pre- up to a thousand. A thousand. Wow. Okay. Uh, in in nice. bonus bets, you can wipe away. You get a second shot at wiping away a really bad bet. Um, and the Celtics were heavily favored tonight and in the series. And Ten now, points, wasn't it? Ten and a half. And now you don't really know. So we'll see. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, this one's going to be fast and furious because we've got, uh, you know, every, you know, there's no days off here. You know, going into Philly. Uh, is it is it Friday, Sunday too? So the first four Friday, games are Sunday, man. Yeah, every two days. Every two yeah. days is a game, so we'll obviously be back here. Check out Bobby, Joe Sway. They'll be covering uh, games. Uh, and uh, We missed this guy Super Chat, I guess. So. I don't he know gets, how to find it. We'll he gets, game, he, gets, he gets that Please. instead. Sorry, Ghost Town Twins. Ghost Town, just tell me your comment and we'll put it up. Just <laughs> yeah. just, write, just write it again. Just, just, just put it up there. We also don't know if he's watching on delay either. So. Shit, that's <laughs> right. Ghost Town, I'll give you, I'll give you a minute. Yeah, we'll give you a minute. Um, what's ever we shoot? What's ever shooting around tomorrow? Yeah, what time's practice tomorrow? Twelve fifteen. For who? Celtics. Philly. I don't know. Haven't heard. All right, let me know. They're very secretive. I may go. John's gonna show up like Shaughnessy. (laughs) <laughs> he's just poking around just seeing what's going on what's over going there. on guys hey how, how you interesting guys doing? comments last night from Al Horford and Jamie <laughs> Brown just seeing what's what the vibe is I'll mix it up 
He's gonna have so many questions. Joe Sway, you were in the Sixers locker room. Is that what you said? They were all yeah. fired up in there. Oh, <laughs> they were fired so there you up. Go. Momentum they shift. I mean, this reminds me of Florida. I'm telling you, want, it reminds me of Florida well, Panthers. On. Let me, let me, let me correct myself here. I don't feel think that they're throwing a party out there, but clearly they're in a really Confetti? good mood. Huh? Confetti in the room? <laughs> no, 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 confetti. Not this time. Yeah. Oh no, James wouldn't allow it. They almost did, but Harden said we're not doing that here. No. Harden was um, great tonight. I didn't think I just, he had that in him. Again, when you look at when you look at Harden's presser, man, it really does like it just it just goes to show how he's just like guys, you guys are way too excited. Like, chill, chill. You know what I mean? But I obviously, like you've been here before. You can't help but smile. Yeah, we're gonna lose uh, the next four. Seeing how happy these guys are, <laughs> especially guys like Maxi and, and Melton. You know, they 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 haven't been on the stage in a while. They've never been on the stage, so. By the way, well, 70, 75, I think. John, I don't know if you've seen the number. Seventy-five percent of teams that win Game One go on to win, and that held in the first round too. Only two teams that lost Game One moved on. So that's always an interesting trend that's held up. Uh, Sir, this is a horrible loss. There's no way to pin it. We're sitting here talking about it like it's a regular game that they lost, like you know, just because we've seen games like this before. This is a horrible loss uh, on game one because of that, because of the pressure it puts on you and the fact that now oh, yeah. gives Embiid gives Embiid a little bit more time if, if he is going to play. House money, and who's to say you're not going to come out and friggin' lay another egg in game two? Uh, then you've yeah. got some real pressure. Yeah. This is this was a horrible, horrible loss. So again, man up or don't, whatever. I mean, we're we're here. We'll keep doing shows as long as you want to keep playing basketball. If you're done, we could use a break. So that's fine. Yeah. If you don't want to play post game show without a game. Yeah, we can't do it without a game. We could use some time off too. Okay, we're tired. So if you don't want to play, we'll stop doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We'll start doing draft prep for the picks they don't have. Yeah, um, want to do more draft shows, Sean? Yeah, God, <laughs> kill me. No draft shows. You know, Dude, they're picking 33rd. Yeah, that's going to be good. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks, guys, for hanging out. Um, Jimmy, Sherrod, Josue, Bobby, more content on our YouTube channel. You hear that, um, Ghost Town? Definitely. Ghost Town, man, we missed Next you. Time. But you subscribe here. We'll get a lot of stuff. Uh, Ghost Town, you're first. You're first in line next time, okay? Um, twins. Ghost Town gets five comments next time. All five. Okay. All five. That's Not for Bo. Yeah. yeah. I hope he wasn't the Fire Jimmy guy because then we're in trouble. Fire Jimmy. Subscri- <laughs> yeah. S- subscribe Jimmy here. More content coming out. Here. More content from the garden coming out on this channel. Uh, so plus and a whole I bunch about of other to record. Stuff. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com slash boston that's fanduel.com slash boston to learn more make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba the guard report is brought to you by BetterHelp. if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash garden today to get 10 percent off your first month this edition of the garden report is also brought to you by athletic greens visit athleticgreens.com slash garden for a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase.